0: hello and welcome to the next episode of the sgs podcast i'm here mr siligowski i'm here with my co-hosts
1: hello i'm back again oh, oh <laughs> i've ruined it already it's okay
0: hopefully everyone knows you by now what's okay. your name finley
1: yep just to remind you <laughs> hello i'm mariella
0: and today we are here with a special guest a returning guest it's the return of the mac the mcmahon Paula McMahon, thank you very much for joining us and here in person this time.
2: I am, and I'm delighted to be here in person.
0: So, we have had Paula McMahon on before, we had a STEM afternoon with her many months ago, and she actually, on the back of that, got in contact with us about doing something called Bright Stars. So, we're going to have a chat about that in a little bit. And uh, she's made the trip all the way to Barrow Furness over three hours' drive. So, um, Finley and Mariella, I believe you've got some questions to start us off.
2: How did you become an engineer? So I became an engineer because I I wanted to do that because I was good at maths and I was good at problem solving at school. So when I was in senior school, I had someone called a work experience officer, a careers advisor. And they asked about what you would like to do, what you're good at. And we decided that engineering was something that I think would suit me. So I was very lucky that I got work experience. I had a week away from school in the workplace and I got work experience at my local council. And I loved it so much, I decided to apply for a job there as a trainee. So when I was 16, that's what I could do. But I also applied for other things as well because you can't guarantee that you're gonna get a job. You know, you apply for things and sometimes it doesn't work out. But I was very, very lucky that I got the job that I applied for and that was what I really wanted to do. So when I was sixteen I became a trainee engineer and during the time I as a trainee I got lots of experience and I did qualifications and then I got more qualifications and more experience. So I've been a civil engineer for quite a long time.
1: Uh, do you wanna do another one of those questions? What was your most challenging structure to build our plan?
2: good question so that's a great question so civil engineers for those that don't know we do something called infrastructure and that includes lots and lots of things it's roads and bridges and buildings and we do things called foundations which are the things that uh, buildings sit on uh, everything sits on foundations yeah and that's in the ground obviously because that's where you have to build it from something you can't build things in the sky and anything that you do that's in the ground tends to be quite complicated because you don't know what's there until you dig it yeah so one of the jobs that i worked on close to where i live in billingham when we dug down we found all sorts of things in the ground like great big existing foundations so great big blocks of concrete that had to come out and they were so big they were bigger than a person like three times the height of sir that's how big they were they were huge and we had to dig all of them out and all of that of course is like when you should be doing the work everyone's saying well why aren't you doing the new foundations well we've got to sort these old ones out so that's quite difficult um, because everyone's pressuring you to get it done quickly but of course you've got to say yes we're doing it as quick as we can but we've got to make sure we do it right yeah so that's quite difficult
0: just on the back of that that that's quite interesting Um, when you've done any of these structures or any of your foundations when you've been digging, have you ever found any historical
2: things? Yeah, uh, so a job that I did in the northwest, when they started digging for a, a supermarket, they actually discovered an old cemetery. So they discovered human remains, skeletons. Mm. Um, so that job had to be totally changed and we had to change where we put the building. So the whole site had to be redesigned because we weren't allowed to put a building over the old cemetery. For some reason, it was apparently okay to put the car park on top of the old cemetery. Um, but whenever I go and visit my friends over at that place and I go into that car park, not many people know, but I know that there's dead bodies underneath there, which is a bit strange, isn't it? But if you're a civil engineer, you find out all sorts of things that other people don't know and don't think about.
3: Um, I just thought of something like, well, have you travelled? Where's the farthest place you've travelled to, like? build
2: something so um the furthest place is well australia is the furthest you can get yeah so i helped my friend design her house um so i did some work for her and i traveled to australia later to see the final product so at the time i did it i did it remotely did it on the computer and we shared emails and things like that um, but the furthest place I travelled to, to see something that was being built was Dubai, which is in the United Arab Emirates. And I was uh, the person that was responsible for most of the design for Dubai Aluminium. And so Dubai is quite a long way away.
0: Mm-hmm. You've been uh, not quite as far as that, have you, Finlay? No, but the
1: furthest f- I've been is Spain.
0: Spain, but Mariella, yeah. you have been quite far, haven't you? Where's the furthest place you've been?
1: Philippines
0: probably yeah the Philippines so you you're, you've got some good distance in traveling haven't you yeah
3: I think we flew over Dubai
0: yeah
2: yeah of, a lot of a lot of places go into Dubai and then you get another flight to somewhere mm. else yeah go on
0: what's your uh, next question um,
1: what was the easiest structure to build our
2: plan <sighs> easy well I would have said none of them are particularly easy there's some because you've got to The easiest ones are the ones that you plan really well and everything goes goes well, yeah? So then it just happens. It feels like it just happens. You know, everybody, you doing your bit and you're doing your bit and you're going to be finished by Tuesday night and you're going to start on Wednesday morning and they're the ones that, that work really, really well. But I have to say, most projects don't work totally well all of the time because there's always something that goes wrong um, because we're, we're heavily affected by weather as well if we're building things and we know what the weather's like in this country yeah and there's certain things that you do that you don't want it too hot you don't want it too cold and you don't want it to rain so you can't guarantee the weather um, so we always have to change things so I would have said none of it's that easy but that's why I actually enjoy about being an engineer because it's always changing and you're always solving problems, which means that when you finish the job you're really satisfied because you know that it's you know, it wouldn't have happened without you helping.
0: Have that good sense of accomplishment.
2: Yeah, totally, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Go on then, Marielle. You you fire Do you away want to go questions?
3: Well, what did you think about our ideas for the business for Bright Stars? Well, I'm just but, going to interject yeah. there
0: quickly then. So the main thing we've um, been doing the last few weeks, we've been doing it on a Friday afternoon, isn't it? And it's mm-hmm. something called Bright Stars. And we've been involved in something called Bright Stars, which again, like I said at the start, which Paula kind of got us linked with. So uh, we're going to have a chat now basically about Bright Stars and what we've been doing as a school in year five. Um, and Paula's going to ask, ask some questions for Mariella and Finley as well. I yeah. think you've got some for Paula, haven't so you? So
2: if I tell you what Bright Stars is yeah. then, because not everybody mm-hmm. listening understands what it is, does it? So Bright Stars is uh, in the northwest, and there's lots of different schools uh, got involved in this competition. And the competition is to create a social enterprise. And it's been eight weeks and I was very lucky that BAE based in Barrow, aren't they? Uh, They they actually funded a few places and they actually funded my place, which gave the school, apart from anything else, £50 seed money, didn't you? You actually got £50 in an envelope to actually do your own um, business. That was your money that you started off your business. And the idea of the whole thing was um, that I helped you go through the process to find out what businesses are, find out what a social enterprise was, think about teamwork, think about what you do with money, think about how you want to market your product, and you all, between you, and we did it democratically, didn't we? We voted, so everybody was agreed with the same thing. Your class created this business, didn't you? So that's what I was there for, to help, help, help hand to to get you to where you are so i think if you ask me your questions and then, then i'm going to ask you to find out what you've learned about it uh,
3: what do you think about our other ideas for the business
2: so i loved both ideas at the beginning you had two ideas didn't you mm. one was a smoothie making business which it was a social enterprise and doing good because of you wanted to create something that was healthy for people didn't you and quench their thirst and other things and you also had another idea which was to draw caricatures of people wasn't it to to actually give them a piece of artwork that was about them and that would have been fun and made them feel better and I thought both ideas were absolutely super and uh, they were both very well thought out but what we did was we voted didn't we to make sure that because we had two different sets of ideas and we thought, right, we need to make sure that we could only do one. So we we voted and the smoothies worked, uh, won that vote. And I thought it was absolutely fabulous. And I am hoping today, sir, that I'm going to get to taste one of these smoothies, but maybe we won't have time, but it would be lovely if I did.
0: Well, the business kind of developed, didn't it? And we actually... Realized we had another product that we made.
2: We did.
1: Tell us about it. The smoothie pops. Uh, smoothie pops are like. They're like. They're like just. They're very refreshing because, like, it's smoothie, but if you don't like drinking them and you're like. I don't know how
0: to it. You like a nice ice pop? Yeah. Hmm? Yeah, but it's a healthy. And it's got loads of real fruit in hasn't it? It was made directly with fruit from the smoothies, and then we put them into popsicles, didn't we? Yeah. yeah.
2: And I loved that. So I left you one week, didn't I? And then I came back another week, and not only had you trialled the smoothies and made money, you increased your seed money, didn't you, by a significant amount, but actually you'd came up with this whole new product, so you expanded your business, and I thought that was Super cool, pun intended.
3: (laughs) Um, Have you done Bright Stars with other schools? If so, what social enterprises did they do?
2: I have not done Bright Stars with other schools. Uh, This is the first time I've been involved in Bright Stars and I have been extremely impressed by everything you did so I would definitely consider doing it again because it's been brilliant, hasn't it?
0: And it's been our first time doing it as a school ever, and I'm really glad that I could bring it into the school because I think we're going to carry on doing it in the future. I, I think, like I said to you earlier, Paula, having with it being your first time and it being our first time, there's been times where probably we might have got a little muddled or like behind and things, but it's been a really just for everything we've done, it's been a really good like learning experience, and obviously going forward, I know like w- we have things that we are excited to do and plan and make better as well so hopefully you could do it again yeah it might not necessarily be with us because obviously you might find different schools but hopefully you'll do it again and you've enjoyed it enough where you do want to do it again in the future
2: but this is this is what life's like isn't it you've got to try things but you say well we're not going to get it perfect the first time are we but that doesn't matter does it so what do you think about that what have you learned and what do you think about the fact that you made a few mistakes? Mm. Oh, then, what was the best thing that you, you enjoyed about doing it then?
1: Taste testing and <laughs> no one else got to taste it. Oh, you were quality yeah. controller.
2: Very good. What was your best bit?
3: I think I like the taste testing too because then we could see which ones we liked and what we think other people would like to
2: Very have. Very good. Excellent. Mm.
0: Um, What's been, what's been the biggest thing that you've maybe learnt from doing the Bright Stars?
1: It's not as easy as you think to make a business.
2: Oh, really good. Yeah.
1: It takes time and teamwork.
2: Mm. It does take teamwork, doesn't it? Yeah.
1: I think,
3: like you have to take care of like what how you're spending
1: things, and you need and you need to test before you actually come out with the product you're trying to make
0: why is that important doing the testing because before? if
1: you if you just get ingredients that you found on like yes. on the internet or a recipe and you put it together and then you just sell it without trying it you could sell it to the public and they wouldn't like it and like you, you wouldn't make any money you would have wasted money Yeah. Okay.
2: I'm going to ask, so a few weeks ago, before we sort of sold things and before you got the money, you were all a bit sort of, bit down, weren't you? You didn't feel as if you were making much progress. So, what happened between you going, we're a bit stuck and then we had a conversation, didn't we, about keeping going and trialing things. So what happened between then and then the next time I saw you, which was you were all absolutely delighted because you'd made £77.62, pence, yeah? What happened then, and what have you learned? Like, just
1: try things and see if it works out. Trial and
2: error. Mm.
1: What? Cos, like, we all all didn't give
2: up. It didn't give up, that's great, isn't it? Mm. Yeah? And so you know that sometimes you feel a bit down there, don't you? And things aren't going to plan. But if you don't give up and you keep going, and you work hard at it, then sometimes things just work out for the better, and you're glad you did it,
0: aren't you? I'm going to say one one thing I think is really good about the business that you actually created and came up with is it's something that would be sustainable, and you could carry on doing. You could carry on doing it every week through a, throughout the school year. Someone could actually take that as a legitimate business idea and go and do it, and you could sell smoothie pops all year round and smoothies. I know. I know some of the other schools who have done the bright stars have made significantly more more money than us, but they've done it through something where it's like a, a weekend thing, and they've got loads of people in and made as much money as they could in one weekend. But it wouldn't be ideal, and you couldn't do that every single weekend. Yeah, it might only
2: be one off, you know, and you couldn't continue on. But other things you did, didn't you? You gave it a name and you gave it a logo, didn't you? So tell us about that. So we all.
3: Like, people gave suggestions on what to call the business, and then people voted on which one they liked more.
1: And with the logo, we got everyone to draw a logo and then we did a vote between all of them and was it Maisie's that won? Technically, it was mine.
3: She copied it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She she was sitting next to me, and then I I finished like drawing it. Then I was doing like the circular because there were two options, like square or circular. And then she's like, hmm, I'm gonna do that.
2: Yeah. Do you know what? Right. That's the that's the best form of somebody saying that you're really good at something is to copy you, because they obviously think what you're doing is brilliant. Yeah. So I would take that as a as um. Is that somebody's, you know, thinks that what you're doing is good.
0: And Paula, for for you, because you asked them a good question, how often do you get to work with um, young children in schools and things, do you get to do that
2: often? I am very very lucky at Sir Robert McAlpine we do something called social value and that's giving back to the communities and I'm very very lucky that I managed to do a lot of that and I'm supported by my company to do it so like today I'm in Barrow Furness, and I do lots of other things in schools and before we did Bright Stars I actually did a Uh, A climate change uh, assembly remotely didn't I so I didn't have to travel Mm. and I've done lots of them all over so I'm very lucky now I'm actually traveling again and going back into schools because we'd stopped it for a long time and I was doing things on the screen Mm. and it's better to be in person isn't it
0: and are you looking forward and do you plan to do the bright stars again next year then Uh,
2: I haven't totally decided Uh, there is equivalence over in the Northeast which obviously makes it better because we've had to do this with this long distance haven't we and so we've had to do it on the screen which has worked yeah yeah um but obviously it might have been better if i could do it a bit closer because i couldn't i couldn't do a drive for three hours each N- way no so, you know? so yeah maybe an yeah. equivalent do you think yeah. you'll
0: try and do that nearer to where yeah, you live yeah,
2: possibly yeah yeah um but i think you uh, all have learned different things haven't you through this and you can take this forward into other things whether it's doing more smoothies or uh, your schoolwork and there's lots of other things so what's the one best thing or the most surprise the best thing that you've done or the most surprising thing that you've learned through the whole process what's the one big takeaway for each you? thinking caps on cool. So, I've set them a difficult question yeah. there, sir. Yeah. What's the thing you've enjoyed most? You've already said the tasting, but something that you've enjoyed about, something you've learned, maybe. I'm not sure. I think I've stumped you, haven't yeah. I? <laughs> I, I? I don't think that you, you two acquired that often, are you? But I think I've stumped you. Any more questions for me? Yeah. I think that question, Carl.
3: it's like, because you haven't done it with other schools
0: oh, Alright. Right. So yeah. yeah. Well. Yeah, I, I think like even just having you in person today, I think it, it probably would make a difference because you've obviously got so much energy and that energy that you can bring, you know, like, like today you, you've come in and you're full of energy. And I think uh, that that probably is quite important to be in and, and just holding the expectation because obviously through a screen, it's harder to do that, isn't yeah. it? So being in person is, is brilliant. And obviously, we're really looking to have you in today. Um,
2: and I was very pleased at the welcome. There's a lovely banner up <laughs> saying, welcome, Parliament Man, isn't there in your classroom? Yeah. And, and I got a very lovely welcome, mm. which always made me almost shed a little tear. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: what do you think then going forward, you two, do you have any ideas? We have currently had smoothies and we had smoothie pops. Do you have any ideas of new products we could have created if we had more time based, based on it around our business model so far that you've created?
2: A hard
0: question. Mm. Isn't it? Not sure? Come back to you maybe at the end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you are in Barrow and Furnace, Paula, for the day. Yes. Are you going straight? Back home after this, or are you planning to get food anywhere in Barrow?
2: No, I think I'll be going straight back straight home. Yeah. So uh, to have food at home with my husband, rather than um, leaving him, leaving him to his own devices yes. again. I've yes. done that a few times this week already.
0: <laughs> and um, what what would you say has been the biggest thing that you've learned or been surprised by doing the Bright Stars for the first time?
2: So I've been totally overwhelmed at how brilliant you've all done and how well you've worked as a team. I, took, I loved it at the very beginning. We had the the voting, and somebody came up with an absolutely fabulous idea that the voting at the end. To, to so we had, initially had quite a few ideas. We had about ten ideas, didn't we? But we very clearly had two two front runners. And when we had them two, somebody came up with a fantastic idea to actually close their eyes to vote. And I thought that was wonderful because I think some people realise that they may have been voting for one thing because it was their friends and they didn't one. want to upset people. Yeah. But by closing your eyes and voting, that meant that nobody was upset, but we got to the right outcome, didn't we? And everybody as well, that even those that voted for other things all the way through, the name, the logo, um, the what we were actually doing, everybody, as soon as that vote was up, over and decided. Everybody just got mm. behind that, even if it wasn't their eye digger. And I have been amazed, positive in a positive way, at how well everyone's done mm. sir. So. Yeah, and so have I. it's yeah.
0: been—it has been brilliant. And each week you've all been really looking forward to it. And you know, on a Friday afternoon when it's Brightest stars afternoon, you've all been going yes, and getting on with things. We've had all our different teams. We gave you different jobs. You had to apply for different jobs, didn't you? Yeah. So we had uh, we had design team, finance team, long term planners, and customer service teams. And then we were all it's researching the what they team. would have to do. Marketing. A marketing team. Yeah, and. That was quite good because you all found out about roles which you would have in a real business and you yeah. all had specific things that you had to be doing each week and you set targets, weren't you? And that was really good. Um, right, I think we've uh, we've come to the end, but thank you very much to Paula for helping us and doing this every every week with us. Obviously, thanks to Sir Robert McAlpine because they've made it uh, possible and to be systems and bright stars because they obviously give us 50 pound seed money and that was really interesting by the way and i made sure everyone got to have a touch and a feel <gasps> of a real 50 pound note. note you don't see yes. them very often you're
2: very lucky to have saw one of them yeah okay i held them when i nine that i can tell
1: my kids that
0: when i'm older <laughs> very good <laughs> yeah and i've got a picture of you You could frame that mm. with a 50 pound note in your hand yeah I've got
1: to frame it. Yeah. very good
0: okay Thank you very much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Thank you very much, Paula. And uh, we'll see you uh, in the
1: next two
0: weeks. Hopefully two weeks. Hopefully. It's been a bit longer again than two weeks. We are yeah. so busy. It's coming towards the end of the year. We've been doing so many things. But yeah, thank you for listening. See you later.
1: Goodbye. Bye. Bye.